Hi everyone, this is Nellie. It's Resurrection Sunday, April 4th, 2021. I've been uh, doing a phone ministry for two or three years, and the title of my ministry is Song, Scripture, and My Thoughts. And I'm using Podbean. It's a free app, uh, and uh, it's trial and error. I've, um, I, I've been trying to record a song here, uh, play a song off of YouTube, and it's not not recording for for whatever reason and that's okay so I'm going to just give you the song and I hope you play the song at the end of my message today and sing it directly to God's ears and it's just you and him you're singing to him and worshiping our God with all your heart soul and mind and then he'll fill your space and if the tears are flowing you've made that connection so today's song is Resurrection Power by Chris Tomlin. So I hope you play it on YouTube uh, with lyrics and sing to the Lord. Okay, so I'm going to go in to, I, and I've mentioned in the last uh, Podbean that this isn't, uh, um, I'm, I don't have anything written down, so you might hear me fumble with my words, and I'm just going to speak whatever the Lord puts on my 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 spirit and listen to the Holy Spirit and just uh, see how it goes and I hope that I've reached somebody today so I'm going to go into first of all um, I want to say that the Lord um, as a reminder I've mentioned it before Jesus he, he was in heaven before he came to be born of a Virgin Mary so in his sole purpose was the crucifixion was to teach people about the father and to um to die on that cross to shed his blood for our sins and to save us and then he resurrected on the third day and that that he resurrected means we will resurrect with him so it brings peace that death is not the final destination for us it's we those that believe in him believe that the son came and did all these things will be with him in heaven so it's important to know you know the father is God the son is God the Holy Spirit is God there are three people, but they are one God. And you cannot go to the Father without believing in the Son because He sent His Son to die for our sins. And if we don't believe that, then Jesus, all He did, He did for nothing. And so why would you be allowed to enter into the kingdom of God if you cannot and will not accept the whole purpose as to why Jesus left his kingdom so it's just you know I hope that you open your ears and listen to uh, and read his words so you know because he warns us he, he you know these are Jesus's words God God's telling us the signs of his return and so I'm going to read and now this is the future this is uh, at the end of time when he comes back so he comes back on the clouds and at the ascension after he leaves, um, after the crucifixion, and he rose again, 
he sticks around for 40 days and then he ascends back into heaven and he leaves on the clouds. So he's talking about when he returns on the cloud in the same way he left after resurrection. He's given us some things to think about and I hope that you listen. So I'm going to start with chapter 24 and I'm going to read verses 42 through 44. And then I'm also going to read today the parable of the ten virgins, which is chapter 25 in Matthew. Okay, so be ready for his coming. Therefore, be on the alert, for you do not know which day your Lord is coming. But be sure of this, that if the head of the house had known at what time of the night the thief was coming, he would have been on the alert and would not have allowed his house to be broken into. For this reason, you also must be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an hour when you do not think he will. Now, when he says here, and I'm going to just go into my thoughts. I'm going to pause and go into my thoughts along the way here. But you, you want to share what you know with people. Because literally their blood is on your hands if you don't. So, um, you, you know, you're the head of the house or you're the one that believes in in God that is in that house. So um, share what you know, because if you don't, you know, hope, they're going to have to hear it somewhere else, and that's fine. I mean, people can hear it somewhere else, but why not speak freely of the Lord in your house? And in this day of, this day and age, let me tell you, People are afraid to speak of Jesus. It's like, oh, you know, he's not popular. He's not popular. And, um, well, it's not a popularity contest. Uh, it's, you need to be popular with the Lord. You, you, we need to um, be a pleaser of God, not a pleaser of people. This you know, if people don't like you because of Jesus, well, they didn't like Jesus because of Jesus during his time with, you know, they didn't, um, it's anyway, just, um, don't exclude him because you feel like somebody might be offended. You know, please don't be a part of that clique that those people that don't believe because, um, you know, this whole day and age, you know, oh, you can't say anything anymore. Um, if just in case you might hurt someone's feelings or, um, might offend someone. Well, I'm going to go into a parable and I, uh, um, I hope you really think about it because there is a such, there is such a time as too late and it's Matthew 25 parable of 10 virgins. Then the kingdom of heaven will be comparable to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were prudent. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the prudent took took oil in flasks along with their lamps. Now while the bridegroom was delaying, they all got drowsy and began to sleep. But at midnight there was a shout, Behold the bridegroom, come out to meet him. 
Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the prudent, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the prudent answered, No, there will not be enough for us and you too. Go instead to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. But while they were going away to make the purchase, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding feast, and the door was shut. Later the other virgins also came, saying, Lord, Lord, open for us. But he answered, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Be on the alert then, for you do not know the day nor the hour. So I'm going to give you my thoughts. Can't go any further until I give you my thoughts on that. You don't want to run out of oil. <laughs> you don't want to run out of the anointment, the oil. So the word of God is your oil. Having a relationship with the Lord is your oil. Letting the Holy Spirit guide your life is your oil. You can't just know who he is. He's got to know who you are. And this parable says, truly, it says, truly, I say to you, I do not know you. So that's why a relationship with the Lord is the only way. And he is, Jesus, is the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father without believing in the Son and what he did. No one. There is no other way, people. There is no other way. And if you believe there is, do your research. Do your research. Now, um, those virgins that were ready, they were filled with knowing the Lord. They were filled with knowing his word. They were filled with having a relationship with the Lord. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. The other ones knew who he was. They knew him. But they ran out of oil. They, they weren't filled with knowledge of him. They, did, they, they didn't take the time to know him. So, so um, they're on their way to the store. Meaning... They're they're going now. They're they're um, gonna learn about him and and do everything they can to have a relationship with him. But the bridegroom has already come back, and they you can't have an excuse. I didn't know. I didn't know I was supposed to have a relationship with him. I didn't know. Uh, somebody along the way has probably mentioned to you I'm one of them I'm sure and I, I'm sure I'm sounding a little I get it it's exhausting because I I just want everybody to to have a relationship with the Lord and uh, but I didn't always but you know what I listened finally listened so uh, if if anything I always want to be known as being bold in my faith and speaking to people about the Lord, the, the Savior. So, because we don't know the day or the hour that he's coming, and uh, one day he's going to shut that door. 
and we're not going to have time to go to the store, which we're not going to have time to then get to know him. Uh, we want to get to know him before before he comes. Okay, so he left. He leaves heaven. Now I'm going into, you know, the days before the crucifixion and the day and the day he rose again. And uh, I don't know if I'm going to be reading any scripture, but he sticks around for 40 days before he sends back into heaven. And he says to his disciples, or the angel that's also there when Jesus leaves back into heaven, he says, do you see the way he's leaving? That's the way he's coming back. So that is something to really uh, remember. So Jesus comes, he's born of the Virgin Mary around 30 years old he starts his ministry John the Baptist comes first and he he says Jesus is is coming after him and that he has to become less so Jesus can become more and that's exactly how we need to live our lives we need to become less so Jesus can become more okay so we're going to go into uh, the falling away, and I think it's important. It's in Matthew uh, 28. Sorry, Matthew 26. Again, this is not rehearsed, so you're going to hear me uh, turning pages and uh, uh, and then reading from Scripture. So I want to I want to begin in, in verse 30 because the reason I have you sing is because Jesus sang. <laughs> And um, it's just a way of worship, you know. So, in verse 30 of chapter 26, uh, it says, After singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Okay, now he is going to go into um, mentioning that even his disciples that had been walking with him during his ministry, during his teaching, they fall away. They fall away on the night of his, when he's arrested. They all leave him alone, except J Peter. He he hangs around. He um, he's kind of you know following, but at a distance. And uh, you know, I'll read some scripture about how he he denies that he knows Jesus three times. And um, so it's it's okay that you've denied Jesus however many times, you know. Jesus will forgive you if you accept if you accept what he did that he is the son of God and you repent of your sin and he truly sees repentive heart you're going to be on the right track okay so chapter 26 verses 31 through 35 then Jesus said to them, You will all fall away because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike down the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. But Peter said to him, Even though all may fall away because of you, I will never fall away. Jesus said to him, Truly I say to you that this very night, before a rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. All the disciples said the same thing too. 
Now, of course, then Jesus is arrested. And um, uh, Judas is the betrayer. Judas um, betrays him for 30 pieces of silver. And he feels remorse. He gives the money back, but then he goes and he, he hung himself. Uh, he felt remorse and he hung himself. How many people feel remorse and they, and, you know, they end their lives with, they don't repent of what their, their wrongdoing was and, and, uh, believe in God. Uh, that's, that's the difference between remorse, feeling remorse for what you did, but never repenting of the sin that you did. You never feel sorry. You, 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 you know, just, that's just key to repent. Okay. So Judas betrays Jesus. He kisses him on the cheek and the person he says to the, to the Jews that are arresting him, the one I kiss, he's the one, he's the one that's claiming to be God. Uh, and Jesus still calls him a friend, friend, do what, do what you came to do. Now, I did say I would read scripture about about um, Peter's denials, and so I'm going to go ahead and do that. And it would be still in the same chapter, 26 verses 69, 69 through 75. Okay. Now Peter was sitting outside of the courtyard, and a servant girl came to him and said. You too were with Jesus the Galilean. But he denied it before them all, saying, I do not know what you are talking about. When he had gone out to the gateway, another servant girl saw him and said to those who were there, This man was with Jesus of Nazareth. And again he denied it with an oath, I do not know the man. A little later the bystanders came and said to Peter, Surely you too are one of them, for even the way you talk gives you away. Then he began to curse and swear, I do not know the man. And immediately a rooster crowed. And Peter remembered the word which Jesus had said, Before a rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. Now in another gospel, um, it records that at the time that Peter denies that he knows Jesus the third time, Jesus was, you know, walking right by, you know, he was arrested, but he looked over at Peter. And the Peter, uh, wow, he went into repent, re he repented. Uh, and then, you know, all the, I believe all the Gospels record that he went out and wept bitterly. Now, those tears Jesus knew were remorse and Peter repenting. He repented of that awful, awful denial. So it is just so important that later on, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to touch on that script, that verse, but it says um, Peter, um, when Jesus rose from the dead and he sees people, when he appears to uh, Mary Magdalene, um, he says, go and tell my disciples and Peter. 
he names him. So Peter has got to know at that point in time, Jesus isn't mad at him. Jesus is saying, meet me, Peter. So, um, and I mentioned last week, you know, that you can deny Jesus, but you cannot, um, you cannot denounce or not believe in the spirit, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of Jesus. Well, um, in order to believe the spirit, to know the spirit, you got to know Jesus. So, um, the spirit is important. It's so important. The Holy Spirit is God, God with us right now in our hearts. I truly felt the Holy Spirit enter my heart when I asked for the, um, baptism asked Jesus for the baptism of the Holy Spirit and literally felt like fire enter my heart for just a split second and it wasn't painful it was just an, a supernatural experience and I knew at that point that I was filled with Jesus the Spirit I already believed in the Spirit but just being getting that baptism of the Holy Spirit sets your your life into uh, second gear, third gear, and then, you know, fourth gear until, you know, it, it, he, he just helps you. He's the helper, the counselor, the protector. Uh, he's a, he is very important to believe in. Okay, so now Jesus is arrested. I'm going to go into John chapter 18. And I know this is, you know, kind of lengthy for people. I, I, there's a lot uh, uh, lot to cover here, but it's all important. Um, I want to share um, a little bit about Pilate. Now, he's the one that um, the Jews take Jesus to, and, and they're trying to make a claim that Jesus, you know, needs to die. And uh, Pilate doesn't see that he's done anything wrong. So he washes his hands of, of the situation. Okay. So it's chapter 18, and it'll be verses 28 through 38. Okay. So Jesus before Pilate. Then they led Jesus from Caiaphas into the praetorium, and it was early. And they themselves did not enter into the praetorium, so that they would not be defiled, but might eat the Passover. Therefore Pilate went out to them and said, What accusation do you bring against this man? They answered and said to him, If this man were not an evildoer, he would not have delivered we sorry we would not have delivered him to you so Pilate said to them take him yourselves and judge him according to your law the Jews said to him we are not permitted to put anyone to death to fulfill the word of Jesus oh this was said okay so we are not permitted to put anyone to death these are the Jews and they want somebody else to have Jesus's blood um, 
and it just says, um, to fulfill the word of Jesus, which he spoke, signifying by what kind of death he was about to die. Therefore Pilate entered again into the praetorium and summoned Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Are you saying this on your own initiative, or did others tell you about me? Pilate answered, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests delivered you to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, This is important. Because if you believe in Jesus, and I'm going to pause here before I read what Jesus' reply to Pilate is. Um, if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we become children of God, and we are not of this world. We're living in the world, but we are not of the world. The Apostle Paul goes into that in his, in his books. Um, so that's why we can't side with the world. We can't, we can't accept the world view. We can't accept the world view. We, we can't be, um, rejecting Jesus because people might be offended. We can't, um, so much offends people these days because everybody wants to believe that however they live their life, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, in other words, Jesus isn't popular because you've got to be transformed by the Holy Spirit and you can't do it on your own. There's no way you can transform your life without the help of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit guides you into all truth. So, um, a worldview, uh, scripture also says, don't be a people pleaser. Who Pick one. Either you're going to be a people pleaser and not know God or please God and not side with the people. You can't be wishy-washy and try to go, oh, I'm believing God, but I'm going to also go with whatever the people are saying. So uh, anyway, I, I, I just had to throw that in there. Okay, so I'm going to continue reading um, the verse 36 from chapter 18. Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my servants would be fighting so that I would not be handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not of this realm. Therefore Pilate said to him, So you are a king. Jesus answered, You say correctly that I am a king. I'm going to pause there. He is not just a king. He is the king of kings. Praise God. Okay, Jesus continues to say, For this I have been born, and for this I have come into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? Well, truth, the truth is the Son of God. He is the only way. He is the truth and the life. Anybody who believes in him will not perish, but will have everlasting life. There is no other truth 
people. There is no other truth. Jesus is saying this is why I came so everybody knows. And he's left the word of God to fill you. This is the oil that you need. Okay. <laughs> Getting passionate here, but I am very passionate about the Lord. Okay, now I'm going to touch a little bit on, okay, Jesus is arrested. Um, Pilate, um, he, um, he allows uh, the soldiers to twist together a crown of thorns and put it on his head. Um, but he also washes his hands from this because he is afraid because he, he asks, you know what, I'm just going to read chapter 19 of, of the crown of thorns because it does record that Pilate, you know, he gets a little worried that this could be the son of God and he doesn't want anything to do with crucifying him. And plus his wife warns him in a, in a dream to not have anything to do with him. So, okay, so chapter 19 the crown of thorns. Pilate then took Jesus and scourged him, and the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and put a purple robe on him, and they began to come up to him and say, Hail, King of the Jews, and to give him slaps in the face. Pilate came out again and said to them, Behold, I am bringing him out to you so that you may know that I find no guilt in him. Jesus then came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to them, Behold this man! Exclamation point, people. Pilate says, Behold this man! He knew. So when the chief priests and the officers saw him, they cried out, saying, Crucify! Crucify! Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him, for I find no guilt in him. And the Jews answered him, We have a law, and by that law he ought to die, because he made himself out to be the Son of God. Therefore, when Pilate heard this statement, he was even more afraid. And he entered into the praetorium again and said to Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. So Pilate said to him, You do not speak to me? Do you know that I have authority to release you and I have authority to crucify you? Jesus answered, You would have no authority over me unless I had been given you from above. For this reason, he who delivered me to you has the greater sin. As a result of this, Pilate made efforts to release him. But the Jews cried out again. They cried out, saying, If you release this man... You are no friend of Caesar. So, oh boy, now they're, they're saying, Pilate, if you don't do this, uh, the Roman king, Caesar, you're going to have issues. Okay, so everyone who makes himself out to be a king opposes Caesar. Therefore, when Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at a place called the pavement. But in Hebrew, Gabbatha. Now, it was the day of preparation for the Passover. It was above the sixth hour, and he said to the Jews, Behold your king. So they cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? 
The chief priest answered, We have no king but Caesar. So they handed him over to them to be crucified. So they, they handed him over to be crucified. So Jesus, you know, they, they, they hang him. They crucify him. Um, they nail his hands to the cross, his feet to the cross. They even pierce his side. And so uh, there's also some soldiers at it, you know. There, there's all, all these people around witnessing this. And this, so they also going to witness after he, he says it is finished and he gives up his, his spirit and he does die for three days. And on the third day he rises, he rises again by the power of the Holy Spirit. So, uh, then I'm going to go into um, the cross. I'm going to go into John. I'm going to read a little bit um, just a about when he's on the cross and um, before before that all happens, uh, a woman anoints his head with uh, expensive perfume, prepares him for burial. And Jesus says, you know, he, this woman will be recorded in the word for that act of love on Jesus. And so then there's a man named Joseph from uh, Arimathea. He's, he is a disciple of Jesus, but he was a, a disciple in secret because he feared the Jews. He, he goes and asks Pilate for Jesus' body, and he prepares him in the tomb with myrrh and aloes, and, um, and you know, he, he gives Jesus a, a, a beautiful uh, burial in his newly bought tomb. And uh, the Jews are afraid because they heard you know, Jesus say, you know, that he was going to rise again on the third day. And so they put a lot of soldiers. They go and ask Pilate if they can have soldiers guard the tomb so that, because they don't want um, the disciples to go in and steal the body and then say he rose. So they're, they're guarding the tomb. They put a seal um, to ensure that nobody gets in there. And, of course, Jesus is God, so he says he's going to rise on the third day. He sure does. That was his whole whole thing, was uh, shedding his blood for, for sinners so they could know the Father and uh, be ready for his second coming. So, you know, they go and they, um, they do this. And in other scripture, other uh, gospels record uh, that Jesus... Um, that that this is the story. Um, well, I won't get into that. Sorry, because when he rises, uh, when he the, the 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 guards witness the angel that says, "If you're looking for Jesus, he's not here. He's risen." And this angel's you know white as snow. He's he's obviously not of this earth. 
and the, the guards get so uh, scared um, uh, they pass out and then they're just they, they know what they're seeing and they go and report uh, what they've seen to the elders or the chief priests and whatnot and um, then, then they're told go ahead and um, I'm going to give you all this money so you can it's hush money you didn't see what you saw you didn't see the angel uh, you're going to report that his disciples came and stole the body and uh, the Bible says that to this day the Jews uh, believe that story that the, uh, because uh, these uh, guards were bought so let me read um, chapter 20 of John, The Empty Tomb. And uh, this is what it records. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came early to the tomb while it was still dark and saw the stone already taken away from the tomb. So she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. So Peter and the other disciple went forth, and they were going to the tomb. The two were running together, and the other disciple ran ahead faster than Peter and came to the tomb first. And stooping and looking in, he saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. And so Simon Peter also came, following him, and entered the tomb. And he saw the linen wrappings lying there, and the face cloth which had been on his head, not lying with the linen wrappings but rolled up in a place by itself. So the other disciple who had come first to the tomb then also entered, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise again from the dead. So the disciples went away again to their own homes. But Mary was standing outside the tomb weeping. And so as she wept, she stooped and looked into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had been lying. And they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. And Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabbi, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Stop clinging to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brethren and say to them, I ascend to my Father and your Father and my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came announcing to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and that he had said things to her. And so I want to go back and read Matthew 28. Because there, there's just a more, little more information there. And Jesus is risen. Now after the Sabbath, as it began to dawn, toward the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to look at the grave. And behold, a severe earthquake had occurred. 
For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled away the stone and sat upon it. And his appearance was like lightning and his clothing as white as snow. The guards shook for fear for, of him and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who has been crucified. He is not here, for he has risen. Just as he said, Come, see the place where he was lying. Go quickly and tell the disciples and, that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he is going ahead of you into Galilee where you will see him. Behold, I have told you. Now, I'm going to go into Luke chapter 24. And this, this will be um, the last piece that I will read because it's got other proofs. So it's Luke chapter 24, uh, verses 13 through 49. And this is a, another account, uh, the road to Emmons. And behold, two of them were going that very day to a village named Emmons, which was about seven miles from Jerusalem. And they were talking with each other about all these things which had taken place. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself approached and began traveling with them. But their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. And he said to them, What are these words that you are exchanging with one another as you are walking? And they stood still, looking sad. One of them, named Cleophas, answered and said to him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem and unaware of the things which have happened here in these days? And he said to them, What things? And they said to him, The things about Jesus the Nazarene who was a prophet, mighty indeed, in word and in sight of God and all the people, and how the chief priests and the rulers delivered him to the sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Indeed, besides all this, it is the third day since these things happened. But also some women among us amazed us. When they were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just exactly as the women had also said. But him they did not see. And he said to them, O oh, foolish men, and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary for the Christ to suffer these things and to enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and with all the prophets, he explained to them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures. And they approached the village where they were going, and he acted as though he were going farther. But they urged him, saying, Stay with us, for it is getting toward evening, and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with him. When he had reclined at the table with him, he took the bread and blessed it, and breaking it, he began giving it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to one another, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was speaking to us on the road? while he was explaining the scriptures to us. And they got up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem and found gathered together the eleven and those who were with them, saying, The Lord has really risen and has appeared to Simon. They began to relate their experiences on the road and how he was recognized by them in the breaking of the bread. And there were all other, other appearances. And Jesus said, Peace be to you. And uh, he says, why are you troubled? And why do, you, why do doubts arise in your hearts? See my hands and my feet, that it, 
it is I myself so he's showing him the the nail marks touch me and see for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have and we when he had said this he showed them his hands and his feet while they said while they still could not believe it because of their joy and amazement he said to them have you anything here to eat they gave him a piece of broiled fish and he took it and ate it before them now he said to them these are my words which I spoke to you while I was still with you that all things which are written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures and he said to them thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise again from the dead the third day and that repentance for forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in his name to all the nations beginning from Jerusalem you are witnesses of these things and behold I am sending forth the promise of my father upon you but you are to stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high and then this is the ascension that I mentioned earlier he ascends back to heaven okay verse verses 50 through 23 and he led them out as far as Bethany and he lifted up his hands and blessed them while he was blessing them he parted from them and was carried up into heaven and they and they after worshiping him returned to Jerusalem with great joy and that and were continually in the temple praising God um, there's also another recording I've got to say where Jesus is standing on the uh, by the the Sea of Galilee and the the disciples are, are fishing and they're not catching anything and he tells them to cast his cast their net onto the other side and they caught just so much fish that their nets could barely hold them and he's cooking up fish for them um, and eats with them but he he says you know he, it, some versions of the Bible say friends have you caught anything uh, other version will say children have you caught anything I mean I just can't even imagine that Jesus the resurrected Jesus is standing there asking him that and he's cooking fish for them and they're having um, this this special time with the resurrected Christ before he leaves and uh, anyway I'm gonna just stop there and I just mention you know that uh, if you don't have any proofs yet in your own life that Jesus said who said is who he said he who he is um, then you don't have a relationship with him because once you have that relationship he gives you so many proofs of who he is and again it's the Holy Spirit that lives you know he's he's the one that Jesus leaves for us so he doesn't leave us orphaned and he and he's the one that um, just he's the helper that helps us believe who Jesus is and so I mean, I have uh, many testimonies of, of the work that the Holy Spirit has done in my life. And um, he's the Spirit of Jesus. So um, I hope that you um, have learned something today um, with, with everything that, that Jesus is, is, you know, he... he did rise on that third day and there are so many proofs of it these apostles these disciples they were martyred telling that truth uh, Peter 
he was also hung on the cross upside down. The Apostle Paul, the many recordings of how many times he was beaten and whipped, tortured, trying to get the message out to people. Um, they suffered for Christ, getting the books written in the Bible for us 2,000 plus years later to know, to know him. To, you know, uh, some of the books say, you know, I, I'm a witness. They say, I'm a witness. This, this, is, this happened, people. And um, if you really start to think about it, you know, how did you get here? Yes, you were born, but how was that your mom born and her mom? And on, 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 you know. Uh, God is real. He's, uh, God doesn't change. He's the same God yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Uh, the entire book from Old Testament, from Genesis to Revelation, is um, inspired by the Holy Spirit. It was written by men, but inspired by the Holy Spirit. And just, there's... You know, any questions you have, the answers are in the Bible. Anything that I can can um, share with you, I'm going to share with you. Um, you know, there's still a lot of mysteries that I don't know. Uh, Jesus opens my ears as he opens my ears, and I'm sharing with you. And I give all the glory to God. I love you all. And I'll um, try to get a message out to you next Sunday. I love you, and I hope you're having a blessed Easter Sunday. Bye.